Hi, I'm Alan Murdoch. For the past 20 years, I've been buying, fixing, and selling properties right here in Southern Arizona. And I want to buy your property. Whether it's a house, apartment, commercial building, or vacant land, regardless of the condition or the situation, I want to talk to you. When you sell to me, I pay cash and it's hassle-free. No repairs, no closing costs, and no commissions. If you have a property you don't want to deal with and you want a quick solution, call, text, or visit SellTalon.com. Again, that's SellTalon.com. Copper Creek Cookies, Copper Creek Cookies, CopperCreekCookies.net. We can print anything on our soft vanilla logo cookies. We deliver them and other sweet treats locally. We are located at 4249 West Ina Road, Suite 121. Call us, 520-300-1131. We bake smiles. Copper Creek Cookies, Copper Creek Cookies, CopperCreekCookies.net. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Local Miranda Podcast. It's David Tomran. I'm here with another awesome guest. He's back here in the studio with us, Coach Stewart, Miranda High School Football. Oh man, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to be back. It's good to have you back here. We had a little little break, huh? Yep. It's been a, been a, been a few months, yeah. but we're back at it now. Well, season's over. We're going to do a little recap, talk about it, mm-hmm. dive in a little bit. That's what we're going to talk fine. about some other current events happening, some stuff going on in football, the sport in general. Mm-hmm. But first, I want to I jump into... The season uh, uh-huh. for the Miranda Tigers this year, you know the the record uh-huh. is what it is, but it doesn't give the whole tale, right? We, yeah. We're going to talk about how the season started, where we ended up, and then go from there. So let's talk about the season, how it started. You guys went in playing some heavy hitters. Yeah, right off the back, uh, I think first game was South Point, and right. you've seen what South Point did this year. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty good team. You know, Coach Rogers had his team playing very well this whole year, so. uh like I said, we started off with them and then we went to Tucson and then we had to get back on the road to go down there to Higley. Mm-hmm. So those first few games were, you know, were tough. We was able to squeeze out one win out of those two. But I think the way we played, you know, versus those top teams in the state and, uh, you know, and just the outcome of it, like it wasn't a blowout, but I think our kids played well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our younger guys was able to see some of those top teams that I always been preaching to them since they got there about for us to win a state championship, a state championship, we're going to have to run through some teams like that. Yeah. And being able to see them early mm-hmm. in the season, I think that does us good. It benefits us. So I think it didn't go, like I said, the record doesn't show like the things that we learned from it, the things we grew from. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show that. But like I said, it um it did a lot for us, you know, and I think the kids – they, they always believe, but now they see, like, okay, now we're playing against teams. For us to get to what we're trying to do as a uh, program is win a state championship, we're going to have to go against a top-tier team like South Point, a team right. like Higley, right. you know, for us to be able to do what, I, do what we want to do. So, like I said, the, t- the season didn't go the way we wanted. We made the playoffs. We won the region. That's one of our goals, winning the region every year. Mm-hmm. You know, making the playoffs is another one of our goals. So, yeah. being able to do those two goals were good for us, but we're not satisfied. You know, we want to go win a state championship, and I believe the coaches believe that we have the guys in our locker room to be able to do that. So, we just got to keep working, man. We just got to keep working. Right, right. You know, you, you played those teams, and you competed with those teams. Mm-hmm, yeah. But that Higley game was close. Down to the end. You had end. them on the ropes. Oh, down to the end. And just being in that environment – uh, it was their homecoming, actually, and <laughs> just spoiled the party. Uh, that's man. what I'm saying. Keeping that crowd 
that crowd quiet the entire game, you know, was good for us, you know, because we was able to, you know, get our plays in and out, you know, so the, the environment wasn't really hostile the way mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be because of how we came out and played. We kind of kept them quiet for the most part. And then when they went up towards the end, I think they went up about three or four points, that crowd just erupted, you know what I'm saying? And we tried to cr- uh, crawl back in it mm-hmm. with about like a 30 or 40 seconds left and we came up short. But like I said, the boys played well. And I think for our younger guys, you know, being able to be in that environment, play with those teams that actually went and won state, you know, shout out to Higley. Mm-hmm. They won state this year and being able to compete with them the way we did, we know we have the talent to be able to go further than what we went this year. Right. You sure do. You sure do. So there's been some murmurs in the community about the 6A class mm-hmm. and that the Miranda Tigers will be in there fully, uh, including football next year. Is that true? Can you elaborate on that? So not next year, this 2024-2025 season, we won't be 6A. It sh- we should stay in our two-year window. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be. We should have our exact same schedule that we had last year. But I think after this year, going into the 2025-2026 season, all the sports at Marana should be 6A. Right now, every sport is 6A except for football. Yeah. So I think after this year, after this two-year deal that we have, we will go up to 6A after that. Okay. So yeah, so I think we sh- our schedule next year should be similar to what we had this year. Okay. In the same 5A, but then the next season, 2025-2026 schedule should be us in 6A. Okay. Well, that's okay. basically what they told me. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's what I'm going off of. Or they might just keep us where we at. So yeah, it wouldn't be a problem with me either. Either or. Yeah, and we lost some home games this year because the field, because of a storm. Oh, definitely, man. <laughs> now, man, I was that there right for that there, storm. Oh, you know, that was backstory, tragic. coach. I'm there to go do the media are, day. The media day. Yeah, man. So, that, yeah. The media day. So I'm driving there. I'm going, you know, going through the monument, uh, Saguaro National Park, and uh-huh. the clouds are like they're getting. Black, yeah. scary looking. I'm like, these things. This is this this is gonna open up, and so we're. I'm I in the auditorium. That. I remember you, that was it, was it the University of Arizona sports, yeah, sports radio. radio was there. It was. I had a lot of people there. What was crazy was crazy. I had just left to go get my daughter from school to yeah. come back, and I was driving to Santa. Same thing. Like, man, those clouds are looking pretty dark. What's mm-hmm. going on out mm-hmm. here? But then once I got to her school, like by the Safeway. I'm like, oh, maybe that was just a cloud storm that I just yeah. rode through. Because on the other side, it doesn't look like nothing is happening. But then when I was on my way back and I got all those calls like, Coach, dude, do not come back this way. It is going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I was just there. How did that happen? <laughs> so it was crazy. And then you called me and was like, oh, I don't think we have nothing. The power's out. And I'm like, I was literally just there. I didn't know what happened. Yeah. So yeah. It sucked, man. It ruined it. But And the kids was looking forward to the media because oh, it was man. something that had never been done there. Mm-hmm. You know, just little new things that we're trying out and we want to do it again next yeah, year. Because the it. boys asked, are we going to make up that media day? I'm like, dude, the season over. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> But I told them, man, I'll try to do it uh, next year before the season. Yeah. And, you know, and I really want to add like some more other sports like volleyball is going on during that time. Swim. We'll be able to get like the student athletes, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to talk about the season. What did you do during the summer to get yourself prepared for the season or how you expecting this season to go? Stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to it next year. Yeah. Well, let us know. We'll be there again. Oh, man. I love it, man. It was, so. just, it was just crazy. One second. We're just hanging out in the auditorium and the next th- all the it was pitch black in there, man. I know it was bad. So <laughs> if you go back and look at we got a camera that's on our field. Yeah. If you go back and look at the camera, right when the storm hits, the field just disappeared. The turf just took off. Like it was crazy. And then the next day, you know, the aftermath, seeing everything. All the trees broke. Trees that have been there for the boy the boys weren't even worried about years. none of that. No, nobody was worried about none of that. 
coach you. What happened to the field? Is that going to jeopardize our season? That's all the thing that yeah. they worry about. And I was like, man, look at these trees. Look at this building. Like, they was like, <laughs> was forget crazy. all that. What happened to the field, coach? Yeah. They was almost done. Yeah. So. Oh, that, that's heartbreaking. They're it all was, excited. It was it. heartbreaking. It was very But the field got put together. Mm-hmm. Community came out there and helped out. Oh, definitely. And the community, man, I, to this day, I talk about that with my friends back home. Like, yeah. if they would have just seen how many people was able to come out and help us because they wanted to see us, you know, mm-hmm. have a home play. I mean, have a home game. And, you know, Coach Rogers even bringing South Point over to kind of help with it. You know, it was just a beautiful thing watching the community come out and do that. So, you know, hats off to the community, man. Yeah. That was great. It's so that, cool that's that's that. a community that got you back. You know right. what I'm saying? So, right, right. That's pretty good. All right. So, I go to the Mountain View game, Coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, I come in with a big head. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, we we've got this. Uh, the team, the talent is is there. Uh-huh. We're ready. Let's go. And it again respected. It, it, it's a it's it's a rivalry game. Yeah, rivalry. Right. Game, yeah. That's been played for years. Yeah. I heard, so. Yeah. And that's on me because I came in a little too big headed. You know what I mean? If I see if you I see Navi's coach, I'll be like, if he comes on this program, I'll be like, hey man, I owe you an apology because I thought that that was in the bag before it even started. Uh, but, you know, go to the game and they made it Miranda's home game because yeah, the field at that point still field, wasn't yeah. ready, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it did not go the way I had thought it would in my head. Uh-huh. And I was actually pretty shocked. And my question was, was like, did, did, did anything in the game plan change? Was there some, was there an injury on the Mountain View side where you guys had prepped with the scout team doing certain things mm-hmm. or was it kind of what you expected? It just, it just was such a fierce competitive game. That's how, that's how it ended. Well, I appreciate the confidence. I always try to get the boys to go into the game that confident, you know. So you're welcome, uh, man. I think uh, Coach Johnson and his staff he had those guys ready to play. You know, um, most teams that we see with our offense try to keep the ball away from the offense because we can score within seconds. You know, so most teams try to play keep away from us. They'll run the ball. You know, try to run down the clock a lot. Try to try to uh, dominate the time of possession. You know, so we understood that most teams are going to try to come in and run the ball and stuff like that. So for the game plan, I think the kids was ready, but it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen. At that time, I think we was one and three going into that game. And like I told the boys, the record doesn't matter this week. Yeah, I'm saying none of that matters this week. What you did last week or the two games before, it doesn't matter in this game. You know, this is a rivalry game. You know, you're going to have to play your hardest. You're going to have to play four quarters. You know, I think that's something we struggle with early, too, not playing all the way through. And Mountain View, they they had a good game plan. They executed it right, and they was able to come out with the win. You know, so hats off to Coach Johnson and his staff. But we'll get to play again. That's the beauty of it. We'll get to play them again. And right now in the offseason, I've been telling the young guys, you know, because usually in the offseason, I have the trophy in there, you know, but now it's not in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So who going to go get it back? And, you know, them juniors that's going to be seniors next year, oh, we're going to get it back for us, coach. And then the <laughs> sophomores, like, and we going to keep it. So I like that in the uh, offseason right now that they, they, right now they, they got their mindset on, we got to go get it back. So yeah. we can use that to fuel us this whole uh, offseason, to fuel us to go get that back, you know, and get the uh, battle of the boot back to its home side. <laughs> its home side. <laughs> you know, the, just the overall environment of the game was incredible. Like even oh, even though it was you know a home game for the Miranda Tigers, it, it was there was no seats. Yeah. Anywhere. So these these last so since we started it back up, uh, my first year since we've been playing the last three years, the games have all been sold out. It's yeah. been crazy. The first year they played at Miranda, my first year, dude, you couldn't even walk. Like the lines were so long, and I was like. 
oh, I didn't know the games was this big, you know. Yeah. And then the next year we was at Mountain View and it just got bigger. And then now that they won it this past year, it's not even going to be bigger next year. So yeah. I think we should find a neutral site to make it, you know, to let everybody get in there because okay. being at the two high schools, it kind of condensed on how many people we can bring in. I think if we had a neutral site, you know, playing at the U of A or something, I think it'll bring, <laughs> uh, I think it'll just bring a lot more people out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think last year, Desert View and Sunnyside had played at Keno Park. Or something like they played somewhere neutral site, and I think it's just it's just fun for the kids, yeah. that environment and all. I think it's just a good time. Yeah, anytime you can get them in a bigger stadium, yeah, man, it's just eyes. a good time. Yeah, you know that's <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think it's gonna be good next year though, and I hope the fans come out and support again, man. It's, every year it's just been good, you know. Yeah. So both teams, both schools do a great job of getting everybody excited for the game. So looking forward to it next year. So you guys are at one point you're one and four, right? Yeah, uh, so, I think we was one and four all the way midway through the season. What changed? What happened to? Oh, so I think one of the biggest things, and I have been shouting it since the summer, leadership. You know, mm. I, I know leadership don't sound like a lot when it comes like 14, 15 year old kid leadership. What they got to do with us playing football, coach? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to catch the ball, this and that. And I don't think they understood the leadership part of that. You know what I'm saying? And we kept harping on it, kept harping on the weekend and week out. And I think. By the time we had that break, our uh, bye week, you know, the kids had a, you know, uh, they came together, a, a students only meeting. They told the coaches to step back and they kind of talked to each other and they, you know, they spoke to each other and they told them, what is it that we can do, you know, to change this? You know what I'm saying? And some of my younger guys had to step up, you know, my juniors, you know, because I told them we have a talented group, but if nobody lead us, it's not going to go nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I said, if the coaches have to be the ones that continue to lead us, we're only going to go so far. You know what I'm saying? And I think those young guys realize like, Hey, this is going to be us next year. If we don't get a hold of this, yeah. you know? So some of those young guys stepped up. I had a few of my seniors, you know, Marcus Gonzalez, I can say his name. He stepped up as one of my senior leaders that kind of, you know, got the train moving like, Hey, mm -hmm. I don't want to lose these last five games. Let's figure something out. You know what I'm saying? That we need to do to get this train going. And he did. Some of those younger guys kind of jumped on board. And after that, it just, it changed. We went on a five-game winning streak. Right yeah. yeah. Won five straight, you know. And we made some different changes as far as positions. But I think just that leadership part that, you know, when the game get tight, you have your captain come around and say, hey, we're fine. We got this. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's all those kids needed for them to reassure themselves that we were fine. You know, right. one of their boys telling them, hey, we're good. Let's 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 go out here and score it. They'll go down there and score. And I'm like, hey, I've been telling y'all that for a few weeks now. Why did it work? You know, so <laughs> just watch just watching them grow from that and learn from, you know, it might have started off rough. But look at us now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we was able to sneak into the playoffs. You know, we won five straight and we was able to get in. We ended up losing to ALA Queen Creek. I think it was ALA Queen Creek. Yeah. Or no, Gilbert. I think it was Gilbert, L.A. Gilbert. We ended up losing to them in the first round down there. So it was good to get in, but we didn't like the way it ended. But I, I think just for that senior class to realize, like, man, we did need leadership. I think some of them realized that leadership did become a big thing. Mm -hmm. Even though in the summer it sounded so small at the time. Right. But I think as we went through the season, they realized, man, coach might be right. That leadership is a key part that we missing because when we start getting some of that leadership, the tie change, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I think for my younger guys, now my juniors and sophomores that's coming back, you know, right now in the weight room, you can see some of that stuff. Some of them stuff like, hey, y'all, we need to get this. Let's make sure we do this. Let's make sure we clean up. I'm like, yeah, that little stuff going to go a long way. It does. You know what I'm saying? So 
that's one one of the biggest thing I think that really hurt us. We didn't have the leadership that I thought we that we uh, had. Why well, we didn't have the uh, the leadership that I thought we needed early, but I, it, it didn't end up coming late, and you know we was able to get into the playoffs. Right. I noticed something too. There was some quarterback. Mm-hmm position stuff going on what what was going on that you had two people playing yeah so I had two quarterbacks you know with our offense that we run you know I had two quarterbacks to throw over you know 2,000 yards so they did a real good a job of engineering the offense but we had it was some injuries that went down we had to make some changes ended up bringing in the uh, sophomore quarterback because my senior quarterback didn't play the receiver he didn't play Mm-hmm. DB, he played on both sides of the ball. So moving him was easier because he understood those different positions. Right. Very smart player. So bringing in the other quarterback halfway through the season kind of helped us also. You get what I'm saying? And you got 2,000 yards in five games? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I always tell him, man, the offense works if you just listen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it works, you know. Uh, and our coaching staff does a great job of getting those kids ready to play on those games. So it was a, uh, it was a big old, big old, you know, group effort from everybody because mm-hmm. like I'm saying when you one and four yeah. going into the bye week it ain't too much you like you can yell and shout but that ain't gonna do nothing how can we fix this now you know what I'm saying and making a few changes you know what I'm saying the kids having their meeting and stuff like that I think it ended up going well you know what I'm saying and I think from the outside looking in you looking at man they one and four ain't nothing you know what what else can you do but I'm what we was doing internal internally you know, and things we talked about and things that we did to get over that hump, I think it helped us. And the kids know they was there, you know, from the outside. I never listen to outside noise because they're not there. They don't know what's going on. Right. And us doing what we had to do, you know, to get that switch, I think it did wonders for us. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't like the decisions I made, the positions and stuff that I moved, but it helped us. The one thing that I always think about is those kids. You know what I'm saying? I don't care the outside noise. Anything that's going to help these kids, I'm all about it. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I think me making a couple of position changes and moving guys around, it helped us. You know what I'm saying? It shakes things up. It has to. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I always tell the kids, don't get comfortable. You know, be comfortable being uncomfortable. You never know when something's going to happen. So. That's life. Yeah, that's it a is life like, lesson, yeah, man. Yeah, that ain't, even, yeah, that ain't yeah. just a field. That's, yeah, that's just so every day. I try me. to always give them something. That's one of my, my good friends always reminded me, man. Don't just be down there trying to win ball games. Give some of these kids life lessons that they can live on, you know. So mm-hmm. I always try to give them that, but it helps us in the uh, game of football. Yeah. So it works both ways. Yeah. And the parents lose that sometimes, too. Yeah, sometimes, like, you know, sometimes they just thinking about my son, my mm-hmm. son. You know what I'm saying? I have a daughter and I get it. But I'm always looking for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because I look at it like this. If we all doing well, we all going to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like right. this year we had we won the region. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of kids win a lot of region awards. We all did good. You know what I'm saying? So it's a team sport. So if you're just looking at it just for your kid, it never works out. Or I even tell them, I can't run this offense behind one guy. It's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? What if that one guy goes down? Now what? You know what I'm saying? I said, I have to run a system. It doesn't matter who I have in there, it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? That's why we was able to switch the quarterbacks and he was able to still keep going on with the last quarterback did because we run in a system. It's not just for one person. You know what I'm saying? So, I, like I said, man, hats off to the coaches. They do a good job of getting everybody ready and stuff like that. But it's football, man. You know, it it's, it's a, it's, it's a, uh, a sport you love, sport you hate. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like me, it has its ups and downs, you know, the good, the bad. You got to take it all. Yeah. Two quarterbacks with two thousand yards. I got. I'm sorry. I got to talk <laughs> about that because when <laughs> when I was playing back in 06, 07 uh, at Marana, 
we were running the spread offense at that time, mm-hmm. but there wasn't. You would see a quarterback have two thousand yards on the season. Yeah, at that time, like that was something that did happen, and those programs usually were winning. Yeah, those were winning programs with two thousand. You have two, so you have two quarterbacks with two thousand yards. Yeah, that's and it. I'm like thinking, I'm like our I'm quarterback. It's crazy. Yeah, our quarterback <laughs> had like a thousand something yards passing, but he also had a thousand yards rushing. Rushing, okay. He was a, he was very mobile. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Robert Rowe if you ever listen to this man. You're hell of a runner. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think about that statistic and it like in today's game, it's changed so much. It's oh, basically yeah, what definitely. I'm getting into. The game's changed because even then we were running a spread. We thought we were we thought we were awesome. Because yeah. we actually went to playoffs and stuff that year running that that offense. And it was mm-hmm. quick. But then I go and see you guys, you know, for the first time. It was last year. I remember uh, going to your game. And I'm like, holy – I blinked and it was a touchdown. Oh, like definitely. I just like <laughs> – I had like – I went like that. And then all of a sudden I see one of our guys just – there's no touchdown, I'm yeah. like, okay. And then it continued. And then not only that, there was the – you know, the no, which we ran the no huddle at that time. Mm-hmm. The game still felt slower then than it, is it oh, did it's, now. Because I was it's watching so, you guys. It's changing. Like, Definitely. <laughs> even when I played in college, we ran, you know, at the University of Houston, we ran a fast tempo offense. And mm-hmm. I felt like, man, can't nothing go no faster than this. But mm-hmm. then you see these offenses, these coordinators getting so creative and just going even faster. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing I try to tell the quarterbacks. We got to go faster. Mm-hmm. You know, I say, I want to start fast and finish faster. So I always tell the boys that. You know, we're going to start fast and finish faster. And everything we do as far as an offseason, we're moving. The weightlifting, we're moving. Get from one station to the next station. So we train that way. We don't just practice that way. We train that way. Everything we're doing, we we have a sense of urgency. So I think it's good. It helps us out. And each week I'm trying to catch the uh, team with 12 guys on the field. Yeah. So my quarterback takes his time. He'll let the guy run off. And I'll be like, no, say hut, dude. <laughs> Even though it's a dead ball in high school. Yeah. But sometimes we can catch him while he's running off and mm-hmm. get the play off. So to me, it's a free play. Like in NFL, when somebody jumps off sides. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers usually take a shot. Yeah. So sometimes like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, hey, we can get a free play out of this. And if they get an interception, well, they had too many players on the field. So we yeah. can get it back. You're good. Yeah. yeah so I'm saying. So I'll be trying to teach my quarterback to have that in his head. Cause sometimes he'll be ready and he'll look and see him running off. And I'm on the sideline, snap it, you know, screaming and he'll kind of wait. So, and I'd be like, no, I'm trying to catch Let's him go. on the field. So, and he was like, oh, my bad, coach. So, like I said, it works. And we're trying to figure out some stuff this offseason so we can go a little bit faster. I get, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I want to go, be, I want to be able to go fast, but I still want to keep in control where everybody's all on yeah. the same page. So, we're trying to find some ways for us to be able to go a little bit faster. Might need some more helping hands, but yeah. we'll figure out a way. <laughs> there you go. No wasted movement. Yeah, that's so that's basically what I'm trying to do. I don't want to waste no movement. I don't want to waste no time. If mm-hmm. we can get back on the field, I mean, get back on the ball and snap the ball, I think it'd be good. Especially uh, when you get teams that get tired. Because mm-hmm. the one thing we do, we condition. We I make most yeah, of my I kids. Yeah. I make most of them run track in the uh, spring, and we try to keep that up. You know, and I'm one of the track coaches, so I try to keep some of those running things in football mm-hmm. so we can be in a tip-top shape. So when we are going that fast and that team get tired. Oh, oh they cry. We, oh, now we got them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no. Oh, now we got them. And I know Try we got them when, uh, when we going fast and we just handing the ball off, getting eight yards of carry. I'm like, oh, they must be tired. Mm-hmm. And then I hear one of the coaches will call the timeout. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got them. We got them. <laughs> we got them. And that's when I tell the kids we got to go faster. Yeah. We got to go faster because now we got them. You know what I'm saying? So. And and the boys look forward to it. Like the linemen said, it makes the blocks easier. Most of the kids just standing straight up because mm-hmm. they don't know if we're going left, right. They just tired. And I tell the kids, when you're tired, you can't think. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Mental that's why mistakes. we train that way. You know what I'm saying? So I love it. it yeah, I love I love it too. It's I love fun. It. No, I, I just I'm not just like watching the boys. You yeah. know, 
we're just watching them doing what they do best and doing that at a high level. It's just, it's exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I remember, you know, when you guys were one and four, I was having a conversation with somebody here in the community and they were kind of, they were kind of like, man, I don't know. I don't know how uh -huh. this is going to go. And he, I said, Hey, here's the deal. The record is not the team. Like that's mm -hmm. not, that's not the result of what they've been doing. And I, you know, I was like, these are the teams they played. They competed. It was a tough schedule. I was like, watch what's going to happen when they start playing the city teams. Mm -hmm. And we end up going and win the region. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't, maybe it was Tucson high or something right after we had, I had that conversation. It was, I saw the, I went on and I, I saw the score in the second quarter of all. Oh yeah. Th yep. They're okay. <laughs> I was like, Oh, we're, we're fine. You know what I mean? And it's just, it, it there's a, there's a different level of ball play here. I mean, oh, there's definitely. a select few teams that are at a caliber that are competing with the Phoenix teams mm -hmm. and, and um, not to knock all the other teams, but I was like, Oh yeah, we're going to be okay because the, nah, I mean, you still won the region. Nah, nah, I, get, I get what you're saying. And, uh, and I always try to put it in perspective for the boys. I always try to tell them like it's talent down here in Southern Arizona, but even all these schools down here in Southern Arizona, you know, for us to win, the state championship, we're going to have to go through those Phoenix schools. Right. So my thing is, why not schedule them? You know what I'm saying? And some of them don't want to schedule us. Some of them don't like to make the trip down here. I tell them, well, I don't care. We'll be road warriors. We'll go down there. You know what I'm saying? And, no kidding. They don't want to come down here. Nah, they oh, don't come on. Come. They not trying to come down here, man. But I, like I tell the boys, for us to be great, you got to play good schools. You know what I'm saying? So why not schedule them? So yeah. that's the kind of mindset we have going into these games and, that's the one thing we teaching over there. Like we want to be the best. We got to play the best. And so we schedule those teams. And when we get down here in region play, they, they, like I said, they, we got great athletes down here. I think we end up, we lost this year in the region to uh Sunnyside. I try to make us go undefeated every year in the region, but this year Sunnyside got us, you know, but we was able to win the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? And we got to get Sunnyside back. Cause like I tell the boys, we keep that chip on our shoulder, man. <laughs> we want to beat everybody. Cause we're, we're, we're we're not just playing the games just to say we won. We're playing the game. We're training. We're constantly trying to prepare ourselves to win a state championship. And it takes us going into each one of these games and treating it as such. So we go into each game trying to be our best, trying to be perfect because we're not just winning these games to get the W and say we won. We're winning these games to try to get to where we're trying to, trying to get somewhere, trying to prove a point. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And like I said, the boys are all on board. You know, like a few days ago when we had our, uh, what was that? We had our uh, banquet. banquet. Yeah, yeah, I told the parents for us to get to where we want to go, we're gonna need the parents too. What I'm saying, we're gonna need the front office. We're gonna need the student body. We're gonna need everybody going in the same direction because for this to work, we're gonna need everybody. Right. You know. And one of my biggest things that I always tell the kids: stay ready so you don't have to get ready, because you never know when mm -hmm. it's gonna be your opportunity. You know. So I always tell them that: stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So. You know, if somebody go down, oh, coach, I'm ready. I've been I've been preparing all year for yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? So we won't skip a beat. So that's why being, being able to bring in that second quarterback, it clicked right on because, mm -hmm. you know, stay ready because you never know. So, yeah. You know, Miranda Tiger football player students that are listening to this, I'm going to tell you that what this man is instilling in your mindset is going to be so important Later going on, forward. Yeah. Going forward, no wasted movement, taking care of business, staying ready. Mm -hmm. You'll, I can't explain to you how important that is and how those life skills. You will stand out everywhere you, you go, go and yeah. everything you do. 
It, I it, this it's, is it's, not it's, a lie. Like, I'm listening to you because at that age, man, that don't make sense. It's hard to see. It's it hard to see 12 years yeah, down the road. It, it really sense. is. It's it's really hard to see that. But then, you know, when you start becoming a when you become a father and and you hit the, hit the workforce, mm-hmm. right, to get to where you want to go, if you have the mindset that you're the, yep, that coach is teaching you, I just I, I have to echo it because <laughs> it's hard to you know for they they, they only they they see you. Uh-huh. In the program and the coaches that are there, to, to hear it from an outside source of somebody. Yeah, you don't you know really I mean? you don't really believe it until you hear yeah. somebody else, or even their parents could be preaching that, but they don't yeah. believe it until the coach says. It. Yeah, I still to this day, my coach was Coach Willie Dudley, mm-hmm. who's my coach, and to this day, I still reference things he said. Yep, I still work as hard <laughs> as I did, and I work the way I did when I had him as a coach. Yep, same with me. I, some of the quotes my coach used to say to us, yeah. I'd say it to them. Uh, like on Thursdays, I always tell the boys, the haze in the barn. They were like, what? I was like, I didn't know what that mean either. And he said what he said, the haze in the barn. Basically, because it's Thursday as I walk through, and he always said, everything we're going to do in this game on Friday is in. It, mm-hmm. it ain't changing from here. You know, the haze in the barn, the night is done. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically what he was trying to tell us. The yeah. haze is in the barn. So, yeah. you know, you can close up the uh, you know the, uh, the doors. But, I always try to I always try to put things in perspective, man. Uh, like I said earlier, man, one of my good friends always called me. And he was like, if we lose, he was like, man, what's happening, man? The pregame speech, the pregame speech wasn't good enough. <laughs> I'm like, golly. <laughs> and he was like, man, don't just be out there trying to get uh, some wins, you know. Mm-hmm. Give those kids life lessons, man. Something that they can hold on to the rest of their life and the yeah. win's going to come. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I tell the kids, they fall in love with the process, man. Like the weight room, that mm-hmm. the training in the summer. If you fall in love with the process, the rest of the the rest of the stuff will take care of itself. Coach, I gotta tell you, <laughs> the the core of that team I was on. So at that time, Miranda football was a laughing stock when mm-hmm. I when I was in the program. Gosh, I you get know, that. my freshman sophomore year, I think we won three games total mm-hmm. in the, in those two years, right? And then Coach Dudley comes. Um, it's my junior year. Mm-hmm. And he starts turning it around. We, we we get four wins, which okay. people are like, "Oh man, you know." But then the next year we get we get uh, we go to playoffs. We're six and four, going to okay. playoffs. Okay, and hey, we're competing. Y'all got in with, at six and four. They yeah. didn't let me in my first year at seven and three. Yeah, but we had played comp. We played Some teams, competitive yeah. teams at that time. Ironwood, Sabino, and CDO were all mm-hmm. the powerhouses here, and we played all of them. Yeah, oh, okay. and Rincon was at that time. I know it's strange to say Rincon University was a powerhouse. <laughs> we actually beat them uh, in in like the last few seconds of the game, which we were supposed to lose, right? Oh, so we okay. ended up going into playoffs. We went and played Cienega. We had them. At, dude, we were winning at halftime against Cienega at that time. We ended yeah, up losing a bunch of bad mistakes. But what I wanted to say was that core, the core group of that team, to this day, they're all winning. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, yeah. And like life. the standout, like Lyman that worked hard. <laughs> The 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 skill positions, the quarterback, all of them are they're all winning. Winning in life. Like yeah. they didn't like I didn't see them just like fold up and just kind of let life take them. Mm-hmm. They're like they all they attacked are it. They attacked yeah. it. Yeah. Like my alarm that goes off in the morning at six, it says attack today. Yeah. It tells every get up and go. Yeah. Get up. Cause if I lay there, I'm probably gonna lay there another 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> so when my alarm goes off, get up. It says attack today. So mm-hmm. I get up and just get going. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. like I said, if I lay there. I think I get up at five fifty. If I lay there, it's six thirty. Oh, we're gonna be late. Yeah. So right at five fifty, get up and just start, and I start going. So yeah. So I I got. I'll get off my uh, my little my preaching here about the (laughs) the importance of what you're teaching. But you know, we're gonna we're going a new direction here on the rest of the podcast, and I want to talk about because you you were in college football, you played for University of Houston, Mm -hmm. 
transferring was different then. It's way, oh, way different, definitely. right? Oh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about today's transfer portal and what's going on with that. Like, how do you feel about this thing? This this monster that has. So when I was grown. playing back in college, I was in college from 2009 to 2013. So when I was in college, you couldn't just, you know, we use ASU and U of A. You couldn't just leave ASU and come down here to U of A. It didn't work that way. You would have to go to a junior college first. So you have to basically go down to go back up. So you have to go to junior college, play for a year. And then you can sign to another school. You just couldn't transfer and go right in and play. Oh, it didn't work that way. So now with the portal, I don't mind it because, hey, if you want to go somewhere else, go somewhere else. My thing is you should have went there out of school. But things happen, you know what I'm saying? Things come up, so I get it, you know what I'm saying? Like the portal is fine, but like with the money and all that, the NILs, it's like, man, I think at some point it's going to, we're going to have to fix the system. Because it's going to implode. Yeah, because the way it's going now, I just think, man, it's too much going on right now. And I think the high school kids are the ones that's not benefiting from it. You know what I'm saying? Explain on that. Elaborate on that. Why? Like, I think because if you think about it with using a portal, if I'm a coach, okay, we didn't have uh, two good seasons the past two years. So mm-hmm. I'm on the hot seat right now. All right, I got these, what, 60-some-odd scholarships. I'm not looking to go to those high school players. I got to win now because they about to fire me. So I go to the portal, you know what I'm saying? But as a high school player, like, I can come in. You might have to develop me a year or two. But if you can get a guy that's been already played two years in college, right. then been through a uh, program already, why not take him? Mm-hmm. Like, why go get that freshman? You really don't. To be honest, like I told my freshman, I mean, my uh, high school, they really don't need you. They can just go get this guy that's done two years mm-hmm. at a division, like at a big time uh, school, been in a weight room program. They can just go get him. He's ready to play right now yeah. and just study waiting another year or two to develop you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm real hard on my freshman. You have to start now because if you get up to your senior year and you ain't been lifting these weights, shoot, it's a guy that already been in a college program already two or three years mm-hmm. that has two or three years of eligibility left that can go play right now. So why should they come to the high school? Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it. Why would they come down here? You know what I'm saying? Like you a big five star coming out. Yeah, I see they go get you because you probably be ready to play your freshman year. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not a big five star player and it's a lot of kids that are not these big time five star players, Mm -hmm. where do that leave them? You see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, they gonna have to figure out something, you know, even if the uh, NCAA say, well, the colleges have to use so many scholarships towards the high school and then the rest can go to the uh, portal. But if not, I don't see no I don't see no uh coaches saying, Yeah, I'm gonna go get this this uh guy out of high school and I'm gonna put all my uh I'm gonna put my job on the line trusting this eighteen year old coming out of high school. I don't think that's happening. I'm gonna get this two year vet that's been playing <laughs> and he can come over here and lead us to the promise land. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it I, to me, I'm like, it's kinda hard, you know what I'm saying? As a for as a high schooler, when I came out, we wasn't going against the portal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we was going against each other. Like, hey, yeah. I got an opportunity. If I work hard, I work this other high school, I got a good chance. But now I got to work this college player that's been in college for two years. That's kind of impossible. I don't even have the weight room, the uh, the way he's eating, the training, the facilities that he's being. I don't have that at my, you know, yeah. at my access. So he has all this stuff. He He's over me. So I'm like, what would make a college coach come down to the high school and get one of these high school players when I'm begging some of them to get in the weight room? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and I tell the boys, if I got to beg you to get in the weight room, you don't have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a fighting chance, especially with this portal. 
know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm trying to do everything I can to get myself noticed and get seen to show these coaches I am ready to come in and play or get myself ready to play. But it, it's just I think it's just hard, man. Yeah. It's it's a hard thing. But me, honestly, as a, being a player of college, I don't mind it because when I was in school, they didn't pay us like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And seeing these players being able to make that money off their name, image, and likeness is, I think, is great. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think it's good, but I do believe they should put. I don't want to say a cap on it, but I think every player in college should have got a base salary. Look, this is the base salary. Everybody's making ten grand. That is fine. And on your free time, if you go out and you know you can make some money off your name, image, and likeness, that's on you. That's your money. But I think if we all working off a base salary. You know, what you doing with yours and what I'm doing with mine, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think it just keeps everything in perspective because if the coaches have to go spend $2 million on a quarterback, you know what I'm saying, and you got a $1,000 line, well, that investment in that quarterback probably not going to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to go spend some money into this line. But if we all making the same amount, yeah, it ain't going to be no problem. And if, like I said, on the weekends, he goes to a couple of restaurants or – know these different places around town these different businesses Mm -hmm. and he sells himself to them and they want to be able to market him and do all that commercials that was on him that's him he made him some extra money that shouldn't affect the how i play because he went out and made some money Mm -hmm. because i can go do that same thing you know what i'm saying but i just think right now man with the way it is it's somebody's gonna have to step in and yeah, that's a that would be an interesting locker room dynamic. Yeah, oh, you know, definitely. You're, you're, you're next to a player that's raking in the cash, and you're boy, you're making twenty million. You're eating ramen noodles. To, yeah, I'm sitting <laughs> in ramen noodles. He got a whole me, steak so. on his plate. And, yeah. I, and I just remember when I was in college, man, like it was a McDonald's right across the street. We yeah. we'll run over there and get something real quick. And this guy coming in, he just went <laughs> set at a restaurant and bringing a big old steak. Like, but I get why you're bringing a steak. Mm-hmm. You bringing in a million every month. I'm yeah. bringing in couple hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? So I just think, I don't know how the colleges do it. It ain't my problem, but you know, some <laughs> colleges have their way of doing things. I just think, man, yeah. at some point, the portal's going to run dry. It has to. And, and, then, then, and then what? There's a concern on player development for me. And right? know what? What's the competition going to be like in four years? Who? So, that, so, man, it's crazy you said that. The one thing I preach to my coaches, man, we can't get into that. Oh, we need this player. We need that player to win the game. Mm-hmm. We got to develop right. them. You know what I'm saying? Player right. development is one thing that we're doing over there. And I think, you know, it's like some schools you can go, they like they got three top players. I got 22 top players because I'm developing each one of them to be to play their best. At the, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always in the player development state. I, I love that part. Love seeing you start somewhere and now you this different player after so many years of you didn't put in the work. So like you said, the player development is big and yeah. I don't think nobody wants they don't I think what the colleges have made it where you don't give the coaches an opportunity. Some some colleges do, some universities do, but I don't think like right now, some colleges, I need you to win now. Yeah. And how or do else. I win now? Do I go get these high school players to try to win now? Yeah. Or I can go in this portal. Spend and I'm telling them, we're gonna spend a little money, but I got to if you want me to win right now. You know, and I don't think some of those guys that sit behind those desks, I don't think they understand that. Like, I have to develop these kids yeah. to my system. You know, I got to put my, uh, you know, my hands in certain places for us to get going. You know, and some, some, you got some ADs that understand that. Like, hey, it's going to take us. You know, I give you a five, six year plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's try to get this working. But to win right now, I got to win tomorrow, dude. That's kind of hard coming yeah. in as a new coach. You know what I'm saying? And some coaches are able to do it. Can go right in right. and change around, but. That's hard. How many coaches you know that can do that? Did I miss something? 
did I, did I what what is this all supposed to accomplish? What 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 was the end game? Because I you know when I'm looking at the playoff uh-huh. teams mm-hmm. and most of them are the same. Yeah, always every year. So so was this supposed <laughs> to? I mean, that's my question for it. I, I understand you know, the opportunity for the players to go to different programs, mm-hmm. um, but it, as far as a competitive playing field. I don't know if anything changed. I don't. Th- I don't know if anything changed. It's still the same top teams that's in there every year. Because even the guys that are backing up, let's say somebody's at Ohio, at Ohio State and they're the backup and they think that they're the 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 best thing since uh-huh. you know sliced Slice cheese, yeah. yeah, or sliced, you know, <laughs> and they're like, hey, you know what? I'm not getting playing time here. I'm gonna go to. Well, they end up at another another, another huge another big school that's big in the same school. position. So even yep. even you know the smaller schools, you still, I mean, you're still just kind of in the same spot. So I think for. Uh, was there an end the game? Big, Did I miss something? I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's an end game. I, I'm, on, I'm on the same as you. I don't think it's an end game. I just think – I think they were trying to make it fair for everybody, but I think it still don't make it fair for the smaller schools. Right. Because the smaller schools, I don't have that type of money mm-hmm. to be able to be dishing out to try to get these top players in here. So they are in the player development stage. We got to develop these young guys coming out of high school. You know what I'm saying? And I tell my boys, hey, them Division two, Division three schools come here – Hey, talk to them. Hey, you you might need to go there, and it's okay to go there and play a couple of years, and then tra- you can transfer now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I had to go here coming out of high school. That's fine, but now I'm developed. Now I'm, I got my full potential. Now I can go up to one of those big schools and show what I have. You know what I'm saying? So I always try to tell them, you know, keep that line of communication open with those smaller schools. Everybody's not going Division One, yeah. and I don't think I think a lot of kids don't understand that. Well, only like 30% of the players <laughs> right. in all the United States go play at the next Close level, out. period. Period. So, and all y'all not going to that, I don't care how big you think you are, how good you think you are. Yeah. A lot of things have to line up for you to be able to go play Division One. It's mm-hmm. it's tough, you know what I'm saying? And like, it's so many kids out there after the same thing. So I always ask the kids, what are you doing to separate yourself? Yeah, because hard work beats talent. <laughs> Anytime. You talent know don't work hard, right? And so. while I go to practice every day, everybody goes to practice every day. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Are you taking care? Of your, are you taking care of your business in the in classroom? You know, right. well when I'm not looking, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I know you coming to practice every day, but what are you doing on the weekends? You're laying around doing nothing. Are you getting better? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Stuff like that. So, like I said, the smaller schools, I think they're still in that development stage. And then some of these big schools, after one or two years, if the, you didn't develop them, hey, we'll take them. Yeah, and then <laughs> you know if you and yeah. if you if you did develop a bunch of good players, they're going to take them anyway. So. They're going to take them anyway because they're going to throw some money that <laughs> so you don't have be the, that you don't have to keep them. You'll be hey, the developing man, we, schools, and there you go. But some and like me speaking with a lot of coaches that come after the school, some of them is okay with that. Yeah, we'll develop them. We'll we'll get we'll get we'll like basically get what we need out of them. We'll work them. We'll get them right. We'll win ball games, and if they leave, they leave. You know what I'm saying? We did our job. We developed that kid. He was able to go to a bigger school that feathered his career. Yeah. You know, some coaches are okay with that. And some coaches, uh, we don't even deal with the portal. We might get a he said maybe get a few players out of the portal, but mm-hmm. we Emergency. can't li- he like we can't live and die by that. He said we can't live by that portal, you know what I'm saying? Well, we know there's some schools that are hey, we just seen some schools that <laughs> done that. I didn't see I remember when the portal first happened, Texas AM was one of the schools that they had the number one class that one year. I remember them coming out and they had the number one class, they had all those guys. To this day, what did they accomplish for that? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they didn't win. They didn't win the national champion. No, <laughs> they didn't. None of that happened. You know, half of them kids end up leaving anyway. 
Yeah. Probably going to get some more money from another school. So Well, as long as good old Nick Saban's around, I don't know. As <laughs> long as man, long as Nick Saban. I'm a Nick Saban fan, man. And hey, I love me. How up. can you not be? I mean, honestly. I mean, you could be jealous. Yeah. And, and I love spiteful, me some Nick Saban. But how, how, how can you He's been doing and just like listening to some of like I done had some friends that didn't play for Nick Saban and yeah. just hearing like some of the things that they sell about him, like, man, he wants you to be your best. You know what I'm saying? Like He's not going to accept the mediocre, like, you coming late. He's not accepting that. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't have got up this morning game. I get it. Sometimes it happens. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, my, my alarm, I overslept. But he's just not going to accept those little titty things because he wants you to be the best person you want to be. Yeah. And when you realize that's what he want out of you, you start to raise your game, you raise your uh, awareness and just things that you do, like getting up out of your bed and making it every morning, putting your shoes on the right side of the locker, hanging your jersey. He makes them do little things like that. And now it becomes a habit. Now you become this great person of society because of those little things that he harped on you about. And now you look around. Now football's not working, but you just successful businessman. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You just you just doing all these different. You winning in life, like you were saying about the people from that team. You're winning in life. Not football's done, but look at what type of person you became, yeah. type of human being you are. You know what I'm saying? And you're it's gonna make other people look up to you. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like my coaches did a great job of mm-hmm. doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because now. Me being a head coach and I got all these kids following me, looking up to me. I'm like, well, my coaches did a pretty good job, you know what I'm saying, of kind of developing me into the person I came today, you know what I'm saying. My mom played a big part in that too, you know, mama's boy. But just being able to, you know, lead these young men and give them, you know, word of encouragement and want them to do right by life. I think, you know, coaches play a big part, you know, a lot of kids' kids' lives, so – yeah, I'm just happy to do be doing what I'm doing. So it's vital, man. It's vital. <laughs> it keeps him being kept me out of trouble. And yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? There's definitely. you're always working. You're always doing something. So. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Right now, I'm getting ready to send out a letter to all the middle schools because I want to be able to, you know, at that level, mm-hmm. middle school getting ready to get for high school and nobody ready to go to high school is new to everybody. So what I'm getting ready to do is, you know, invite all the middle schools out to come learn how to weight train. Come learn how to get your body ready, properly ready for the next level. You know what I'm saying? Whether they come to Miranda or not, you know what I'm saying? I believe right. I'm doing my job by being able to put that out there. So I like it, man. Good. You're, you're, Keep them out of trouble. You're a man for it. <laughs> oh, you man. are. You are. I hey. don't know if I'm the man for it. I just, <laughs> I just try to think about what all people did for me when I was growing up. Like, yeah, we no, had I mean, those little things. And I'm like, why not? Because there's a lot of kids. That's why you're here. That's why a lot of kids do what they do. Like, man, my coach put this in my position for me to – to be successful, I took advantage of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My coach told me, if you want to be able to continue to play football, you have to figure the school part out. He was like, you can't be getting in trouble over there. I think you can come over here and play. It goes hand in hand. So I had to figure out the school part so to continue to play. And then I ended right. up graduating, you know, getting my degree. And then I ended up going back to school to get my master's. I shocked myself because I was like, I did not like school, but I went and I, got, I did what I had to do there. So for it, it allowed me to continue to play football and, you know, I try to tell the kids now, man, if a coach come to me and I told him I want to go play college football and these were the things I had to do every day, mm-hmm. I was doing those things every day. Right. Because I knew what I was trying to go do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just think now, man, it's too many distractions. Yeah. The phone. They it's crazy. It yeah, it they is. They don't want to put it, it down. Is. It's just it so much distractions now. And we had our distractions when we was in school, but it's just. Not at this level, though. Man. It's, no way. man, it's crazy. And it's like, if you're not willing to give up some of that other stuff, you trying to go play football, it's not happening. It's no. You know, you want to be the class clown more than you want to go play football? It's not happening for you. 
You right. have to be able to give up some of that stuff, man. And I don't think a lot of kids nowadays want to get it up. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So how do you compete with a kid that's been two years and then then learn how to develop? You know what I'm saying? Then learn how to put the cell phone down in college. Yeah. That then jumped in a portal. You as a high schooler, you don't have a chance, man. So it's called we call an educational opportunity. Yep. Yep. You got hey, gotta do gotta take care of business now while you're you can. Right, you're right. Hey, let's let's jump into this last subject. We're uh we're killing it, man. We've already been here for 46 minutes. Ah, man. Time always go by fast <laughs> when does, I hear I feel like, man. I feel like we just started. I know. I know. <laughs> College football playoff. Oh, man. How do you feel about that Florida State situation? What do you think? Oh, man. As a player, you know, I think it sucks, man. As a player, you know, it's tough because I don't think people from the outside understand that coach could have been preparing them for that moment for the last few years. And now that that moment came, the NCAA took that away from them. And I felt like that wasn't fair to them. You Checked all saying? the boxes, Checked man. every box, you know. And uh, I always go back to at when I first started at Marana, I had preached to them, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to win the region. Mm-hmm. We're going to get, in, uh, you know, in the state game. You know, but it's a process. And I think he probably was preaching that to his guys. That first year he came in, mm-hmm. he said, we got to do these. You know, we checked the boxes that first year. Second year, they went undefeated. Mm-hmm. How do they not get in? You know what I'm saying? I think the NCAA dropped the ball on that one. They should have let them in. That was messed up because now some of those kids never going to get that back. And some of them kids, they was probably juniors at the time, and now they seniors. Mm-hmm. The opportunity to go play for a national championship is never going to happen for them now. Yeah. And you know they what I'm saying? Everything they were supposed you had to some do. Sen- you had some seniors. Coach promised that, hey, if y'all come back, dude, we're going to get in that game. Mm-hmm. Some of them, came, some juniors that came back, you know, didn't declare for the NFL, they came back because coach told us, hey, you know, we're going to have an opportunity next year to play for the na- national championship because a lot of people don't get to play for those. You know what I'm saying? So – them kids stand and buying into what coach was selling them. The NCAA dropped the ball. They ruined it for those kids. You think kids. money was involved? Had man had to be. You you had to be. And I know uh, Florida State ended up losing their uh, quarterback. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But what does that matter? The other kids got to go out there and play. I just feel like the NCAA they dropped the ball on that one, man. Yeah, you, you know basically said that. Since the quarterback got hurt, hurt that you guys we don't aren't want y'all enough. in. That, that's the rest, messed all up. the effort, all everybody else put in to get to this point doesn't matter. Yeah, and now we ain't got to worry about that anymore because next year they they extending the team. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. So now we ain't really got to worry about them. Anymore. But I feel like they screwed them over. I really yeah. believe that Florida State got messed up. I feel like the three undefeated teams should have got yeah. in. I'm bitter, man. I I, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I. It's hard for me to watch college football at this hey, point. Man, after it hurts because I'm, I'm like. like yeah. I think about all that, you know, and, you know, people are going to say, oh, you know, have other reasons for it. And then I look at the lineup for the top four teams and Georgia's not in there, like you said. Yeah. Georgia, Georgia and Florida there. State. Like, you, in Texas? <laughs> I'm just so, I'm so confused, man. I, I really am. And it. It's tough, man. It's tough. I, so if you was asking me who should have been in there. The three undefeated teams should have got in. Michigan should have got in. Washington. Washington was undefeated. Florida State. Florida State should have got in. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, Alabama beat Georgia, but Georgia was number one all year. They lost to a very good Alabama team in the in the championship right. game. <laughs> right. How do they go from one to not every not even getting in? Like, whoa, <laughs> what's happening here? How do they go from one to just completely out? And they won it the last two years. How do you kick them? I thought they was going to three feet. Mm-hmm. But how do you kick them out of that? Yeah. Like that, interesting. That, to me, didn't even make sense. I'm like, they won it the last two years. 
They've been under. They was number one all season long. They lost the national championship to a good Alabama team, a one loss Alabama team. And they didn't get blown out. That's it what I'm saying. A, they went from one game. to completely out of it. Yeah. Like whoa. Yeah, so I felt like it should have been those three undefeated teams in uh, uh, Georgia. They should have yeah. been in that number. Four. If anything, they should have won it four. Those three undefeated teams should have jumped them, and the uh, one loss. Yeah. You know, uh, Georgia team should have been there. Texas at five, and then Alabama at six. One has to believe that. The ratings and the money oh, and the gotcha. ad sales and all oh, that gotcha. comes oh. into play because I can, yep, we all yep, know what yep. we just talked about is not as sexy <laughs> as Texas and Alabama. Yep. Oh, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, watching Nick Saban play against his, yeah. you know, his younger. I don't see a lot of Florida State t-shirts or Florida State hats here, even in Arizona. I do see Texas, right? I do see mm-hmm. Alabama because got your bandwagoners. Don't that, don't don't sleep on Michigan now. I well, think Michigan can do something, but I just I don't see them. Well, if they get the calls before the game, they might. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry. I like it. I but like I, it. You know I what like I mean? It, like, but... Yeah, I get, I get. No, they're, they're a great team. I mean, they're the number one spot. Yeah. But if you look at all the top bowl games, it's basically the Elite Eight. You're right. It's basically those teams probably would have been in Elite Eight if it was Elite Eight this mm-hmm. year. Those teams would have, them eight teams would have been battling out. Yeah, because I think they got. If you're looking at a big picture, elite eight for next year, those eight teams probably would have been in the the, the playoffs this year, and they mm-hmm. would have battled it out. And who would have won from that? You don't know because in the playoffs, anything can happen. It's it, yes, anything it, can happen. And the one thing that before the playoffs, I always bring up this scenario because one of my coaches with the Rams had brought this up, and it put everything in perspective for me. Uh, I can't think of the year. It was the year that the Patriots went undefeated. Okay. They went undefeated. I think they was seven and seven, or they won. They beat Dallas to get in. Uh, the Giants. Mm-hmm. They beat Dallas the yeah. last game to get in, and everybody was like, they don't even belong in the playoffs because they had a bad record. They barely got in. They had to beat Dallas to even get in. They ran the tables when they got in and ended up beating the undefeated Patriots team yep. when they got in. So when the playoffs come, it's a different. It's a different ball game. You see a lot of those wild cards. Yeah, yeah go it's a different ball. I thought the Steelers did it. And so the that's Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals went did, in. Yeah. yeah, they went in. I mean, yeah, I remember that. Too, but you, I see that all the time. It was, happens all the yeah, time. I was yeah. telling, I was telling Clint, I'm like, if I'm a football coach in the NFL, I hate <laughs> that bye week in the playoffs. That extra week, like that Cause, week off. Because yeah. everybody's like, ah, oh, we're good. So they didn't tune some stuff up, and they didn't coming in. You just been sitting around. Yeah, I get what you say. They're all those those teams coming in. They're hungry. They're they're they've been yep. playing. They're warm. Mm-hmm. They got you know it's. Yeah, as a lot of us to me, it's reps. They got a lot more reps than we like game time reps. It's yeah, yeah, we got a lot of more practice and recovery, but they got actual game reps, and those reps and are crucial. Speed. Yeah, them it's reps different. are crucial, especially yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, so that's why I'm like, we never know what could have happened in those playoffs, and you don't know what Florida State could have done without that quarterback in yeah. the playoffs. We'll never know never. now, but so it's like we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. Hopefully, they can go undefeated and try it again <laughs> next year, but yeah, who knows? Well, coach, it was great having you here. Before we go, what what are you telling people, your players, the community? What are you saying to people to motivate them going into this next year? What's a piece uh, of advice you got? The, uh, one of the good advice, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know, um, if it's if you're trying to go somewhere you've never been, man, you got to do something you've never done. You know, um, what's the last thing I told my my seniors before they uh, left that banquet? Uh, I left them with this. I was like, man. And anything you do, you have to get, you got to give, you know, hard, you got to give, you got to have hard work. You know, you got to give maximum effort. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what is it that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You got to give that hard work. You know, you got to give a lot of effort. And because without that effort, 
you don't give yourself a chance. Yeah. You don't give yourself a fighting chance. But even with all that hard work, it doesn't guarantee you nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell a kid, you can show up every single day and you still don't get to play. It doesn't guarantee you nothing. But without it, you don't have a chance. You know what I'm saying? So work hard at whatever y'all do, man, and keep following Miranda. And I really just appreciate you for having me back on here, man. Of course. Of course. We'll get you back in. Uh, before the season, we'll talk a little bit about that. Oh, definitely, man. I'm, I'd be love to come over here, man. I don't mind talking. I can talk all day, so I don't mind it. All right. Well, hey, we. I want to thank you guys for listening to our program. You've made it possible for us to start two more subsidiaries, and we're having fun, and we get to have the coach here and, and other great guests. And I want you to go check out thisismiranda.com, which is one of our new subsidiaries, and miranafoodie.com uh, as well. And we hope you have a great beginning of the new year. Stick to your goals. Make things happen. If you're looking to advertise on our program, just reach out to us or visit ltdmedia.net, which is our mother company, and go ahead and go to the contact us and shoot us an email so we can get you on here. Again, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Have a good one.